Gigi. We're like totally live. What's up, you guys? And welcome back to OMGG, the podcast. You guys, yesterday was the last episodes, the last three episodes of the first season of the new Pretty Little Liars, Pretty Little Liars Original Sin. And we talked about how we felt before. We talked about how we felt after the first, um, I think, three episodes were released. And now we're here to talk about the whole entire thing in general. And um, I have to say, my, 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 what a change of events for me and my thoughts and my feelings on Pretty Little Liars. Um, Original Sin, I did this one very different than how I did the OG PLL. With the OG PLL, I would watch the episode and then right after sit down and do a review for you guys. Um, I would also do theories with you guys. But this time, I sat down and I recorded myself watching the episode edited those and gave you guys that content the first episode I did do a first impressions and I have to say on YouTube that video got more views than the rest of the ones that I did which I thought was very interesting because that video I think was about 40 minutes and the other ones are all under 10 and it's just like that captivated you I mean I would have thought under 10 minutes would have been more interesting than the 40 minute one but it is what it is um so let's just talk about pretty little liars so as i said before this was not our og pretty little liars this was definitely a slasher version of um a teen series i don't even feel i <laughs> I feel as though to enjoy the series, I had to take away everything I knew about the OG PLL. Um, This show was literally a mixture of the best slasher movies, like the cult classic slasher movies, along with Riverdale. And then, to me, the only thing from OG PLL was A. I mean, yes, we did see them go to rosewood um we also found out that riverdale also resides in pennsylvania so pennsylvania what's going on with you like small small towns doing some real sus things have i so we noticed all those things but truly original sins is its own it's its own show i would say the last three episodes i did see a lot of um, Freddy Krueger going on because there was a lot of nightmares happening. And I know that on Instagram, the Pretty Little Liars official, like blue checkmark official page had done like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, movie stills to represent each episode. That would be coming out the last three episodes, which came out yesterday. And Freddy Krueger was there for episode eight. We got eight, nine, and ten. But I have to say, I feel like that theme continued from episode eight to the very end. And um, just the nightmares. 
No one ever died in their nightmares, but they were definitely attacked in their nightmares. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I watched all three back to back. I have edited and uploaded two of the three episodes. I had to stop because I had to record this podcast. Um, so I'm incredibly tired. I'm sorry if you can hear that in my voice, which I'm sure you can. But I j- <laughs> I'm stuck on duh at this point. So first of all, the things that impressed me was the fact that at the very end, we did get answers. It was clearly written out. The person who ended up being A, there was two, which was kind of um, one of the many nods to the OG PLL. Um, I, I guess mm, there was A, the mastermind, and then there was A, the actual person. And it ended up, they they also kept it true with the twins. So we knew that Karen and Kelly were twins, but A also had a twin. A had a twin brother who was the physical A that was doing all the physical work and killing everybody and chasing everybody. And then you had A, the mastermind, who ended up being the principal. And the principal ended up being the father to Angela Waters and... A, because Angela Waters and A, who is Archie Waters, were twins. And we finally get like a whole story. I will say the principal does not look that much older than the actual moms. So I felt like that was kind of like a, no one was expecting that, basically. Um, They kept kind of trying to get you to veer towards Sheriff Beasley, um, but I was like, he's too scrawny. He's way too scrawny. But they did give us that. They gave us the background story about everything. What they also did in the, was it episode nine, I think it was, we find out, um, well, before episode eight, nine, and ten, we had found out that Tabby was, um, assaulted in a physical way and Imogen or as I like to call her emergency was assaulted in a physical way as well and as a result of these physical assaults Imogen got pregnant now there was this kind of a love triangle it wasn't really a love triangle between Imogen Chip and excuse me Tabby Chip like Tabby, but then started to show an interest in Imogen, but you could tell that that interest was truly just like a rebound situation. Like, I can't have her, so I'll just settle for you, which is really, really messed up, especially because Homegirl is pregnant. And he really swooped in and played Captain Savaho when it came to needing the support, um, emergency needing the support of someone while going through the ending of her pregnancy. And then we find out in, like, episode nine that Chip was the one that did both assaults. And I knew it was coming because they set the episode up for it. And I was annoyed by that because I was like, really? Like, you didn't allude to this throughout the ep- throughout the seasons, in my opinion. And if you did, you didn't make it obvious. Like, Chip was truly just, like, a bystander kind of a character. Like, 
it wasn't obvious, but it was very clear in that episode when we found out that he was the attacker. Excuse me. It was very clear in the episode when we found out that he was the attacker because they made it very obvious. And that's something that they also did in season seven, which was the final season of the OG PLO. Um, Some things that I didn't particularly like about this PLO. I don't like how dark it is. Um, The lighting is very dark and dingy, and it mirrors Riverdale's lighting. Um, The fact that they put it on HBO Max instead of having it on a regular TV like Freeform, which was where the original Pretty Little Liars aired, um, they gave, while they didn't give us the full season in one sitting, they gave like almost like three episodes at a time. And what I don't particularly like about that, and I have to figure out, um, I have to really figure out how to work this, is that's a lot of content that you have to push out. And it's not an even playing field when it comes to doing the reviews and the reactions because you're getting three episodes at a time and it's it's coming out at like two in the morning, my time here in New York, and it's just not possible. I can't wake up at two in the morning to watch the episode, do a review, and upload it so that way the minute people wake up, boop, whoop, there it is. Like, I can't do that. Um, Maybe I could in my younger years, but your girl's getting older. So I have to really figure out how I can pump out that content without it being overwhelming because you want to stay relevant and you want to stay trendy. And if I try to do it on a weekly basis, it's not really going to be trendy because so many people would have already covered it. So I wasn't really a fan of that. Um, the jingle jangle situation that was going on, um, I f- felt so bad for Noah. But yeah, I mean, there wasn't really too much about the series that I didn't like. Overall, I did enjoy it. Oh, the one other thing that I didn't like about the series was how short it was. The first season was only 10 episodes. And you go through it so quickly and that first 10 episodes is from September to December so is that kind of realistic yes but like if this were like actually on television like on a cable channel it going from September to December and it being 10 episodes that would be like half a season which like makes sense but this was supposed to be one full season Um, so I, I wish that there was more seasons. Also, like every good Pretty Little Liars episode, we end this with a not really being gone, which leaves it open for A to return for another season. But now we know who A is. So, um, I'm not really sure how they would uh spin that or play that we've never seen a's face a's face was never revealed it was said that a had the face that only a mother could love which made me think of the goonies um and you know it it did leave that open but then it also said in the teasers it said that they were going to leave it open 
for possible um, original PLL characters to come back on the show. Now, they did do a Rosewood episode where they went to Rosewood. They went to the Radley Inn because, remember, the Radley Asylum turned into a hotel thanks to Ashley Marin. And they went there and they met with Eddie Lamb, which that was a fun throwback because, remember, Eddie Lamb was in the original PLL. And there was a bookstore. Tabby wanted to explore Rosewood. I don't know why, but she did. I mean, the only thing Rosewood really had to offer was A, and they already got that, so I didn't understand that. But, you know, do you, boo-boo. So Tabby wanted to explore Rosewood, and she came across a bookstore that was called Ezra's Bookstore. So to me, that was already leading way into the potential of seeing Ezra and Arya can't stand either one of them, but it was leading way into seeing them for the fact that we know they got married. So where one was, the other one would be. So you said Ezra's bookstore, whoop, there it was. But what they did was they spent half a second of emergency exploring the possibility of adoption for the baby. And then in the very end, like they never explored it again. She never made an actual decision. So in the very end, it seemed as though she was going to keep the baby. But then we find out that she isn't going to keep the baby and she's giving it up for adoption and she's giving it to, to, to a couple where both parents are writers named Ezra and Aria. And I was like, you're just doing too much. You already left it open with Ezra's bookstore. You could have left it open with something else. Maybe like Toby and Spencer, like, I'm sorry, but I am still very bitter and upset about how they played Spoby. They played Spoby so hard, and I was team Spoby so hard. So the fact that they played them like that, mm, got your girl in the feelings. But, you know, it's whatever. Um, I did also really enjoy the fact that they had that text element where you would get text messages from A. It wasn't as interactive as I would have liked. It was really just text messages um, as reminders that a new episode was coming out. And that's where I think we really missed the mark. If they were to do it as a weekly thing, then we could get weekly text messages from A. That could be clues, additional clues. I will say that when I watched Pretty Little Liars this time round, I didn't even attempt to come up with any, with any theories. I was kind of like um, knocking people out because, you know, the show starts. Everybody is possible. Any one of them could have been A, you know? A liar could have been A. One of the mothers could have been A. The teachers, the parents, whomever. Anyone could have been A. So I did not do my like Horatio Kane investigation watching each episode like I did with the OG. And I think a really big part of that is because I was getting so much episodes at one time. And you can say that's such a millennial statement to make because us Gen Zs, we love binge watching. And I think that's great. I've had a wonderful time binge watching old series that I used to watch when I was growing up. But, but... For Pretty Little Liars, I would have preferred not to have binged it. I would have preferred to have had one episode a week, which is completely plausible to do with a streaming service. 
um, as it would appear, as you guys did three episodes at a time. Um, so we got the whole entire season, all 10 episodes within a matter of two weeks, two, three weeks, maybe. Um, but it was good. Like, I, I have to say, I genuinely enjoyed it. It reminded me of the Scream series on Netflix. Um, it gave me a lot of those vibes. You saw Freddy Krueger. You saw Halloween, Michael Myers, that is. Um, and the storyline, for the most part, was pretty good. You know, it just seemed like a teen series that it it, it it was like it really was a Riverdale version of Pretty Little Liars. It really truly was. I've never seen a full episode of Euphoria. I've never seen half episode of Euphoria. I've only ever seen clips on YouTube and it definitely gave me Euphoria vibes um, based off of the clips that I'd seen on YouTube. But it really was like a Riverdale spin on Pretty Little Liars. Like, if A had gone to Riverdale and tormented those kids, the Riverdalian kids, I don't know what you call them, but that's truly what this show reminded me of. Um, at one point, you do kind of see a, a mirroring specifically of one episode of Riverdale. So there was this one episode of Riverdale where, you know, there was a masked killer who was essentially like A, stalking Betty. And we didn't know who that was. And we eventually find out that that A that was stalking Betty was her father. Goal figure. But her father kept trying to get her to act like him. And in one of the episodes, they had found out that the mother had had a son when she was in high school and she gave it up for adoption she found that out. I don't remember how, but she found that out. She went to the address and there was a guy there who claimed to be the brother, but it actually wasn't the brother. The brother had actually passed away from a jingle jangle overdose. So he was just a jingle jangler and he was living in their home and um, he was into some real sketch stuff, like some OnlyFans stuff. And he got Betty into some OnlyFans stuff, but he did something. Oh, Betty found out that he was lying and she told her father to get him. And in, what was this, episode nine? I think it was episode nine. A appears. And this is after Chip makes the confession of what he did to Tabby and emergency. They confront him. And A appears behind him and Chip being chip he ran he said forget this and he dipped and a was just standing there and they were standing there face to face and emogen spoke to him like he was a child like she knew that he wasn't fully there and he said chip did to us what beasley did to angela and A took off after Chip. So 
Oh, we also found out that Angela was also assaulted in a physical manner, and it was actually done by Sheriff Beasley. But we find out that Sheriff Beasley is struggling with his sexuality because he is clearly gay, but he's trying so hard not to be gay because of all the stigma that surrounds it, especially the time period that he grew up in. Um, so... Yeah, he, um, but going all the way back, A took off after Chip when Emergency told him that. And that was, for me, that was a direct parallel to Riverdale in that moment. It was direct connection. Um, something else I thought was very interesting about Pretty Little Liars was the liars weren't actually the teenage girls. It was more so their mothers and... They were paying for their sins. And what I would have loved to have seen, I would have loved for the original girls to have been the mothers. And when they did the flashbacks, you see clips from the OG PLL. I feel like that would have been a better way of intertwining the two. Because if you're going to call it Pretty Little Liars, naturally people are going to be looking for the Pretty Little Liars like the OG within the new one, right? So I think that it would have been really cool if they had said it way more into the future. They could have kept it the same way that they did, but instead of um, instead of it being the parent story the way that it was, we could have continued it with, you know, Allison. And I, I, I think that that would have been a really nice way to tie them in together. But... For them not doing that, it was still pretty decent. But for me, I just really had to remove the OG PLL out of my mind to watch it. I do hope that we get a season two, 10 out of 10, because it was good. It was good. It was it was something that allowed me to just kind of sit back, watch it, and escape from my reality, which usually I don't feel that way with mystery kind of shows I'm always trying to figure out who the killer is and this that and the third but this time I didn't do that I just sat back and I enjoyed it and it was really good it, it really was um something that I had been thinking about though were if there were like any parallel with these characters to the OG characters and I think that it definitely there was no question that the Beasley twins were definitely Allison and in the original book written by Sarah Shepard, she originally wrote Pretty Little Liars. Um, in her book, Allison had a twin sister, and her twin sister was A. And she was A, but she was taking over Allison's life. It, 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 it was a lot. It was a lot in the book, um, which I didn't even read the whole entire series, but I, I think I read the first two or three of them. They were really good. But I was thinking about it. Are there any parallels? And I did see some theories out there where they were saying these act like this one and this one acts like this one and da 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 da. And you can definitely tell that there were characters that were closer to each other in Pretty Little Liars um, than not. A lot of people really like the Spencer Aria tag team. Sparia, I wasn't with that, mostly because I don't like Aria. Um, but I have to say. When it comes to Arya, 
Farron reminded me so much of Aria in the last three episodes. The whole, I'm going to be really, really tough, and I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, but don't you dare tell me what I need to hear because I can't handle it. I would say Farron um, is uh, more intimidating than Aria in that way, but she definitely gave me a lot of like Aria vibes in the last three episodes. Um, I would say that Emily's character would probably mirror Noah's character in the sense that they're both sporty, but Noah is nowhere near as aggravating as Emily. I would say that Emogen gives me Allison vibes, but like Allison meets Spencer vibes. Um, Tabby gives me... She gives me Spencer vibes, but if Spencer weren't as serious, like if Spencer was more chill, we know Spencer was really intense, but if Spencer wasn't as intense and was just into horror movies, that would have been, she would have been Tabby because Tabby was actually really smart and she did a lot of deducing, which was great. But Emergency also was able to do a lot of deducing. And it was really funny because nobody figured out who A was by the end. They did figure out that Angela had a twin and they thought that the twin was A, which was partially right, but no one saw the principal coming. And I do have to say in the original Pretty Little Liars, Hannah figured out first, um, which was why Mona hit her by the car, which, and a lot of people seem to forget that, but Hannah did figure it out in the first season first. And then Spencer figured out the A-team and Charles and all these other good stuff. Spencer just couldn't figure out that she had a twin sister <laughs> for obvious reasons. But overall, I enjoyed it. I do hope they get a season two. I don't think that it's necessary to bring in the OG liars um, because their stories are very different. Like, A isn't even harassing them for the same reasons. You know what I'm saying? Um, these sets of liars were forced to come together by the principal and by A. So, you know, um, and I mean, technically, in the OG, A did bring the liars together. They were only a group because of Allison. When Allison went missing, they went their separate ways, but then A's and the text messages and all the secrets brought them back together. But um, in this way, I feel like in Original Sin, A put the girls in situations for them to be bullies towards mostly Karen, you know, well, only Karen, a little bit of Kelly, Farron. But, you know, it, it's it's different. And I, I enjoyed it. I did. If I had to rate it out of a 10, with 10 being amazing and one being why do you even exist, I would give it about an eight. So I want to know, have you guys seen Pretty Little Liars, the original? Have you seen the new series spinoff, Original Sin on HBO Max? What do you think about it? What are your thoughts? I would love to hear it. Please reach out to me on social media. And if you don't have social media, then reach out to me via Gmail. It's OMGG. Everywhere is my social media handles. And my email is it's omgg at gmail.com and it's always listed in the description of every episode. So you guys 
that's been a wild road. I'm really glad that we were able to sit down and just talk about it. I'd love to hear you guys' opinions, so make sure you reach out. And with that, I will see you next week for a new OMGG podcast episode. Loves and like Shem. Bye-bye. Good talk. See you next week.